Good day, y'all, and welcome to episode 32 of the Aaron Wayne Podcast. It's fun to sit down by myself and do a little podcast, and hope you guys are doing well. On this one, we talk about spiritual practice and how it doesn't matter really what you do, as long as you're bringing an attitude that fits what it is that you're trying to cultivate. I don't know if that intro makes sense, but I'm going to record it anyway, and I'm going to post it. So, let's do it. There it is. Here we go. Look at me. Look at these flowers. Look at these wildflowers right behind me. You see these? You can't see them if you're just listening. Yeah, man. Just did a podcast with a lady. Now uh, a car is driving by. Okay. Oh, it's a schoolie. They had solar panels on the side. That's super interesting. I guess they do that so they can flip them up. My dog's barking in the van. That's okay because I'm out here doors closed i'm out here podcasting yeah man just did one with the lady i was uh really i was reflecting on how um traveling like this how challenging it is to actually get a podcast out like i've recorded a couple and then finding good cell service or good like wi-fi you go to coffee shops all over the country and you think oh it's a coffee shop they're gonna have wi-fi and they do but you can't even like load an instagram picture which is That doesn't bode well for a podcast, let alone a video podcast. Look how weird I look. I can't take these sunglasses off, but it's too bright. I just caught a shot of my... I'm putting the sunglasses back on, even though I can't read my screen. So, we're out here doing it. I'm I'm stoked to be podcast. I'm actually... Don't tell my wife, but I'm excited to do a solo podcast. We tried to do a podcast with my buddy and his wife in Tahoe. And um, it's nice doing it with other people, but I like just doing this by myself. I kind of like just talking. Um, maybe it's because I'm a closeted narcissist. Maybe not so closeted. Why can't I read my notes? I took some notes, and they're not showing up. The only thing I wrote that I didn't get to in the podcast that Katie and I just did, why is that not working? We just went through, oh, I see what it is. My laptop was stuck. My corner of my laptop just hit the enter button. Oh, can I control Z my way out of this? Come on. No, no notes today. We're going straight off the top of the dome. (laughs) One of the things I was thinking about was we took this super sketchy road um, because sometimes Google Maps will take you places and you're like, all right, Google. I'm giving you a lot of trust here. And I was on this road that was super sketch, man. Like straight up a mountain. Switchback, switchback, switchback. It was like I was on a hiking trail. It was like a mountain biking trail that was wide enough for just my van. Nothing else. And uh, I was slipping, sliding, bobbing, weaving, like, like bumping up and down. And all I could think about was... Two things. One, um, you know, I saw things in the national forest. Uh, Sometimes when you come out into really remote national forests, there are signs that say like, hey, if you're, you know, if you've got a bunch of bear bait on you or just food, make sure you handle that properly or um, uh, beware there's, there's, there are rattlesnakes in these hills. So you get those sorts of things, but then, um, 
when you get deeper out west in like super remote spots, you see things like if you see illegal activity, report it to the park service. And so that's one that's item number one. Item number two is I watched this documentary called Finding Big Bigfoot on Netflix. And it's not about Bigfoot. It's about um these people who were murdered and it was staged as if Bigfoot had killed them. And the reason they were killed is because of like um, cannabis growing in uh, some national forest land. And so what that had me thinking about was this road is so remote. In fact, I drove past, I drove past a road that showed up on my Google maps as bloody camp road. And so all the while Katie's, you know, she's reading her book and I'm like, okay, not only is this road sketch, but I'm just waiting to stumble into some sort of cartel grow operation where they say, Hey, you've seen my face. Now I'm going to murder your dogs and your wife and you too. And so I was sketched out. Didn't share that on the drive. Cause I didn't want to like project my anxieties on someone else, but it was a bit sketch, man. I mean, there's the country out here is huge and if you're watching this on youtube like right behind me there's the ocean it's right there and you might be able to hear the 101 which runs at this point parallel to the ocean dude honestly so speaking of the 101 i was so we're in redwood national park right now and i just went to the visitor center and you know asked some people like hey what should i do while i'm here and i ended up talking to this guy and he was talking about how and i had heard about this in virginia apparently part of the 101 like slid into the ocean landslided landslided landslowed there was a landslide and it slid into the the highway slid into the ocean and so the stretch of highway that we're going over tomorrow on our way to coos bay is actually under part of it's under construction and it's single lane so we're gonna have a bit of a bottleneck there but um like the highway is so close to the ocean that it's parts of it land slitted into the flipping ocean which just is like could you imagine seeing that you know if you're wherever you are um just thinking of an a whole highway sliding into a river ocean lake it's just far out man it's strange it's different ecology out here it's very different um but actually slightly similar so we're i'm like in deep fog right now so I can't really see the ocean, but I know that it's there. And that's enough for me. That's enough. That's all I need. I just needed to know that it's there. We finally made it to the West Coast. Um, thousands of miles, man. Thousands of miles. I think we've hit like 5,000 miles so far. And we're finally at the West Coast. We're ending our trip on the East Coast, like at the beach, with uh, a couple family vacations. But... um. It's cool to see the other ocean and to like take to honestly, dude, I haven't really been taking time to like sit and enjoy nature. We went to Yosemite and this is our second day out of Yosemite. We were in Tahoe two days ago. So I guess our third day out of Yosemite. Is it right? I don't know. Time's strange. But even like in those really awesome, cool outdoor spaces, I just wasn't finding a similar sense of reverence for it that I typically do 
when I'm spending time in the out of doors. And I think it's because in the background, there's all these like ideas of drumming in my head of, okay, where are we camping tonight? Um, how much gas do we have? When's the water tank empty? So there's all these little things that you take for granted when you're like living in a house. I've been living in a van for a month. I mean, so there's all these like little things that you don't consider that you have to pay attention to. Like how much water are you doing using when you do the dishes? Katie's been great, man. She's been, um, since I've been handling all of the driving, she has been, um, definitely managing like household stuff like, Oh dude, I do have my notes. So she's been handling like cooking the dinner and, uh, making lunch and doing the dishes and stuff, which is just a huge relief because sometimes the drive is really taxing. Sometimes it's super boring. And then other times it's very demanding like today, because even though we did that sketchy road where I might've been eaten, either eaten by a Bigfoot or killed by a cartel member. Um, and that was like sketchy in its own right for those reasons. And then also it was just a windy gravel road going straight up and down a mountain. But even, um, like the paved roads, it's a lot of winding. It's a lot of like, can I, I need to downshift. Um, am I wearing up my brake pads? Uh, am I using up all of my gas to go 60 miles an hour up this mountain? Or can I manage going 40 miles an hour? And if so, you know, there are people behind me. I mean, it's just all like, there's just so many pieces to it. If you're actually paying attention and trying to be a courteous driver and also trying to be an effective driver that it ends up taxing the like breaks out my brain. And, uh, it's really nice to have the support in the quote unquote home of our van where Katie's just kind of crushing it, making sure that dogs get fed and, um, you know, I do other stuff. I drive, make sure that everything's working, make sure that our power systems are working. I'm grateful that we bought some extra batteries because we haven't had to worry about power at all this trip, which is awesome. Cause last summer it was like, all right, we'll turn the fridge off. And then if we open this door and crack this window, then the fans will run more efficient. It's like, it got so uh, granular on how we were trying to accommodate our power before, but now we have 400 amp hours of power, which is really nice. Cause then we don't have to worry about it. But yeah, man, I like solo podcasting. I like it. It was nice. Uh, I feel like I made Katie slightly self-conscious because um, I was like on a train of thought and she uh, brought up some ideas while I was talking. Um, some might call that interrupting. Others might just call it conversation. And I, I I said something like sort of jokingly and then I could tell she was a little sensitive to like, do you think I interrupt you? I, I think in the last podcast we had like a slight argument. Um but that's okay because that's good for people to see. And it's also, she and I are pretty good at arguing, uh, in that we don't typically let our emotions take control of the situation. Sometimes I'm extremely grumpy. Sometimes, you know, she is too. Um, and you know, we have arguments like normal people, but I think that we have, I mean, we grew up together. I've been with my wife since I was 13 years old. Um, we weren't married at 13. We weren't married at 13, but we, uh, we grew up together. So like we know how to communicate in a different way. So my notes, uh, posting podcasts on the road, solo podcasting. Yeah. So posting podcasts on the road has been kind of a pain in the ass, like trying to figure out how to get them uploaded. And then also for some reason, this MacBook from like, it's like this MacBook was the first MacBook. 
Um, I bought it like refurbished, and it's actually for what I spent. I spent like six hundred bucks on this, and it is really like done the work. So I'm proud of you, little MacBook. But it sometimes glitches out, and I can't upload the or download the uh, most recent version of GarageBand, which is where I record my podcast. So sometimes it glitches out, and I panic because. You know, you spend an hour doing a podcast. You're like, I better not lose this. I just put all this time in. It's hard to find the time to do it because, like, you know, we're we're driving and then also we're exploring. And so managing the time of trying to find uh, a space to do this. And I'm committed to doing this, man. I really enjoy doing it. I know it's really good for me mentally. And I know that people are listening. And, like, it's just I need to make sure that this gets done um, because, you know, putting good vibes out on the Internet and then also articulating my thoughts is really helpful. So I, I, it's just kind of challenging to find it on the road, but it's like challenging to do anything. Like I haven't been, I haven't been on a run. I didn't, I haven't, I haven't been on a run in a month. I've ridden my bike a couple times. We've done a lot of hiking, so I'm not like, I'm. It's not that I'm sedentary. <coughs> Even though you know, when you're driving three hours every other day. And at the beginning of the trip, the first like week and a half, it was driving six to nine hours a day just to get out of the Midwest and off the East Coast. Um, you know, there has been a fair amount of sedentary time, but so we've been fairly active. But you know, there's no routine to find. I can't, I can't seem to find myself in a clear routine, and I think that's okay. You know, I'm trying to be in a space where I accept that and I kind of let that be and don't have expectations because I don't really have an ex- any expectations right now which in in of itself is actually kind of stressful in a strange way like you know I plan these trips with Katie and you know I, I post it and people are like and you know we'll, we'll meet people like we are at a brewery in Tahoe and telling people what we were doing and they're like oh my god I'm so jealous and like that is cool but it comes back to I was listening to a Ram Dass podcast on the road today um, not a podcast, like an old recording. Uh, it's called Be Here Now uh, from, I don't know what the podcast network is, but this guy named Raghu Marcus um, like hosts it and then he puts in some clips from Ram Dass and somebody had asked him the question of, you know, what sh- should I do this? Should I do that? Basically was what it was. Like, should I take option A or option B? I don't remember what the specifics of the situation were, but he said like, it doesn't really matter. You move to San Francisco, you m- move to New York, your neuroti- your neuroses are going to roll with you. And so like all of the things that come up in my life of like, I don't feel an immense amount of anxiety, but I am prone to depression, depressive episodes rather. Um, and aggression, like all of that stuff still, even though we're out here doing this thing, like that stuff is still very much alive in me. Um, and like, for example, in AA, they call or in 12 step programs, they call it, um, pulling a location or pulling a relocation or something like that. Like people that have, um, you know, addictive, um, qualities, they think, and this isn't, I'm not a specialist in this, but like having like relationships with that program, uh, tangentially, they say, you know, people think that they can just pick themselves up and move themselves somewhere and then they'll find peace. Um, and I'm not alluding to the fact that I don't have peace. Like I'm continuing to work in the process, but, um, you know, just traveling like this doesn't fix anything, you know, it's cool. I love doing it, but like Ram Dass says, we got to be able to find sacred in the everyday. 
So finding value and beauty and spirituality and just like the normal things we do on a day-to-day basis instead of always being in a space of clutching and trying to like, if I do this, then I will get that. Um, it's just not, it's not going to, it's not going to, it's not going to get, you're never going to get there. You're never going to get there, man. Yeah. Let's get back to these notes. Hopefully that tangent made sense. I think it did. It, it felt right. Um, cold lakes. I've been doing a lot of cold lake plunges lately. That's a thing that you get out here. These high mountain lakes at like 9,000 feet. We did a hike, which we talked about in the podcast that Katie and I just recorded that this one I'm going to post on Thursday and the one that she and I did together is going to post on Monday, um, last Monday of, of June. And then the one, this one would be the first Thursday of, of what month is after June, July. Um, so I talked about some lakes that we woke up for sun, they're called sunrise lakes in Yosemite and they were beautiful. I mean, it was really, really cool. Uh, tough hike, challenging hike. Um, but she and I both had the right spirit. And that's my point. That's my point, man. Like you bring yourself to all of the situations in your life. You come with those experiences. And if you haven't taken the time to do whatever work it is that you need to do to ameliorate your grumpiness, your aggression, your distractedness, your frustrations, like if you haven't done that work, it doesn't matter where you go. It doesn't matter whether you go to Sunrise Lakes. It doesn't matter if you go to, um, you know, the Redwood. It doesn't matter where you go. If you're, if you're all screwed up, man, like you, it doesn't matter what you're doing because you're still going to be bringing that same energy. So the real work is internal work and that internal work doesn't happen from going to do cool things. It's about examining who you are, what your tendencies are, and then sitting with it and accepting it and noticing it. So Sunrise Lakes, we went there, little sunrise, um, woke up wicked early and went and crushed that. And um, I didn't get in that lake, but it was because uh, it just the vibe wasn't right. People were camping and a couple people were fly fishing. And if my, like, big, hairy, bearded self just jumped into the lake, like, cannonball, like, it wouldn't, be, it, would, it didn't fit the vibe. But uh, I've, then after that, we went down uh, to, I think it's called Tamaya or Tamaya Lake, which is uh, a big lake in Yosemite that's right off the road. We parked, put up the hammock, and, you know, had lunch. Well, first, we had a nap because I woke up at 5 in the morning, and we had just hiked, like, 6 or 7 miles. And then um, took a little nap, had some lunch. And then I ended up jumping in the lake and I've really been enjoying jumping in cold lakes. You know, back home I would do ice baths from time to time. Did a lot of hot baths. Do We found some hot springs, which was really cool. Um, did a lot of hot baths at home, especially once uh, hot yoga at my studio. Sort of like the temperature came down a little bit for a couple different reasons. But um, the cold plunge at a lake is a very awesome experience the water is always so clear in these mountain lakes coming back coming from the east you know so many of the lakes are kind of pond scummy there's like high humidity a lot of skeeters mosquitoes for those of you who need a translation um and there's also a fair amount of agricultural runoff in a lot of these lakes so they end up getting kind of funky which is like fine you you can swim in them you just want to take a shower so you don't get an ear infection or something but the lakes out here, it's just all snow melt. So they're wicked cold and they're also super clear. And I've really been enjoying just jumping in 
when I say jumping in, I mean cautiously walking myself in. And then also uh, swimming in, I guess it's a creek. We were trying to decide this on the podcast, the distinction between a creek and a river. Still don't know the answer. Oh, the sun's coming out through the fog. Oh, that's lovely. Um, in Yellowstone, there's a a stream or a creek or whatever you call it that runs through the valley. And so for a couple of days, we were in Yosemite and we would just do challenging hikes in the morning. Saw huge, crazy views of El Capitan. And then we would spend our afternoons like down in the valley, have some lunch and then kind of just like wade into the water and chill and hang out, which was really awesome. And again, it's the vibe you bring to it, man. I think I'm getting better at it. You know, we've done this a trip. We've done trips like this many times. And one of the biggest regrets that I have at the ends of the trips is always, I wish that I had been less irritable. It's always that, man. It's like vacation with the fam, road trips with my wife, even, you know, hiking on the weekends, whatever it is. Like the tendency I have is to just be irritable with people. And I always regret it. I always regret it. And I think I'm grateful. You know, I'm, I mean, to be frank, like, you know, Katie and I have been mildly irritable with each other today because we thought we signed up for a two hour drive turned into a four hour drive an hour of which was on these crazy Bigfoot cartel laden roads that were sketchy to drive on inherently because of the nature of the roads and so we were mildly irritable when we got to camp today and we also got to camp at like one o'clock today one thirty, and took an hour and just kind of chilled and played on our phones which you know we haven't had much phone access which is kind of interesting and cool but also you still want to have play on the internet um, and so we've been mildly irritable with each other today, but on the whole, I would say that she and I have really found a groove of how to just, you know, Hey, you're irritable right now. That's okay. And then that makes it easier. Like when she's irritable or when I'm irritable and she, and she just kind of shrugs it off. Like, no, this is, this isn't, these aren't your real emotions. These are just things that are popping up for you right now. And then vice versa. It, it lets that settle a bit more easily. So, um, that's that's always been my biggest regret at the end of trips, and I'm grateful that uh, she and I are doing it right this time. Not to say that we hadn't in the past, but you know, you just get better at things over time. Like we're, we're our relationship is tighter, communication is clearer. We are, uh, and all that's interesting and cool. But it's also really interesting how much. Okay, car. We're parked on the side of. It's called the old old california highway it runs parallel to the 101 and it's just like kind of a sketchy highway i don't even know why people are driving on this i thought it was like condemned or something but whatever um but we've gotten better at traveling the small logistical things that need to happen to do something of this of this scale you know this amount of time it's challenging you know and um, I think we're sort of dialed in on how to do this style of travel. I got a lot of bugs on my windshield. I don't know how to manage that because, you know, you do a three-hour drive and you're collecting all these bugs on your windshield in the hood of your car. And by the time you stop, the bugs are dried. How much karma am I accumulating with that endeavor, taking this massive van through, this, through the highways? Massacre. It's a genocide of little critters sorry critters 
I was laying in bed about two weeks ago and I felt like a on my thigh and it was a bee. Somehow a bee had gotten into my bonnet and stung my leg. I don't wear a bonnet on my leg. I think you wear a bonnet on your head. What is a bonnet? People have bonnets? Either way, there was a bee in mine and it stung my leg and I like, like I freaked out, grabbed it and I killed it. But it was like a slow kill. I felt so bad. I was like, I'm sorry, bee. But it was like, he was too far gone. Like bees don't, he's not going to go to the bee hospital, the bee emergency room. So I killed him and I apologized because I genuinely did feel bad. But all those bugs on my windshield, y'all can burn in hell. You ever run over a butterfly? I've been running over butterflies lately. They just don't get out of the road, man. Like a squirrel, like you can slow down a little bit and be like, all right, squirrel. I haven't hit a squirrel in a very long time um, because I'm cautious about that. And even when I'm walking on the hiking trail, I sort of watch my feet. Not, you know, it's not a laborious process to watch my feet while I walk. Sometimes I just kind of peek down. And if I see an ant or some sort of critter, I just make a little sidestep. It's not a big deal. No sense in killing it. And so it's the same thing with squirrels. Like I'll slow down a little bit. But butterflies, man, like I can't, I can't do I can't deal with you guys. Why do they call them butterflies? We were talking about that on the trail the other day. They're not butterflies. They're flutterflies. What is a butterfly? Butter? Butter? What does that mean? Maybe because they're yellow. I don't know. Is butter even yellow? Don't they dye all that stuff? I don't know. They're called flutterflies. So I'm renaming them flutterflies. The other day, I was on my Instagram. And, I mean, I'll bring this up because I put it in my notes. Just, uh, I was listening to Rich Roll's podcast. Um, All I do is drive, listen to podcasts, and make podcasts. That's all I do. That's not true. I do a lot more than that. It's just a joke. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. So I was listening to Rich Roll's podcast, and he was talking about this guy named James Lawrence, a.k.a. the Iron Cowboy. The sun went away, and now it is freezing. If you've ever been to San Francisco, you walk around during the day. And I'm not in San Francisco, but I'm like maybe a couple hours north of there. You walk around, and you're like, oh, it's a beautiful day. It's like 90 degrees and sunny. And then come 4 o'clock a crazy fog jumps in and it's drops in 20, 20 degrees with the quickness. And that's what I'm experiencing right now. This whole region that I'm looking at, like I had a beautiful view of a lagoon and of the ocean. And now I just see fog and hear cars on the one one What are you going to do? So I, uh, so James Lawrence, he just did 101 iron distance triathlons and just for like scale that's like i think it's a little over two mile swim and then a hundred mile bike and then a marathon i don't know what the swim is i think it's like 2.2 maybe 2.6 i don't remember it's probably in kilometers and they just convert it so it's um it's an over two mile swim a hundred mile bike ride and then a marathon he did that every day for a hundred days without stopping no breaks. And then to celebrate the hundredth day, he did it one more time. He did one more. He did 101 iron distance triathlons. And then when I hear that kind of thing, it kind of screws up my head, man. Like I think about my fleeting youth 
I'm 32. I think about how much more time I have to build a genuine base of athleticism that will allow me to do something that's genuinely challenging. But then, you know, you have more forgiveness for yourself and you think, you know, if it's hard for me, it's hard for me. It doesn't have to be something like that. I mean, he's an elite athlete. I don't know. Like you, you look at someone like Tom Brady or LeBron James. Those are my two sports references because I don't know anything else. But you look like at cats like that. I don't even know what does how these guys play. I don't know anything about this. But like I'm using these because they're like in the zeitgeist. Like these are they're popular enough for me to know about them, and I don't watch any sports. But you look at someone at the top of their game in a sport, and you think, I you know I can't do that. I can't do what Le- LeBron James does or X Y Z athlete. But then you look at someone who does something like an Ironman, and you think, well, he's just running and swimming and riding a bike. Like, I could do that. And so I think that, you know, I'm super interested in endurance sports. Um, I think Western States happens today. I think it's today. Yeah, Saturday, June 26th. It's the last weekend of June. So, like, for example, the people, the people running Western States right now, I mean, they're probably on the trail still. Well, I don't know what time is it. It's six o'clock local. They probably started at yeah, yeah. So they're probably they're on the trail right now. Um, you know, you look at people that do that sort of thing, and you think it's so elemental and like clear, and doesn't require as much, you know, minute doctoring of your training regiment to do. And you're like, I could do that. At least that's me. Like, I I think if I really put myself to it, I could do it. And then you start thinking, like, no, you're not an elite athlete. But I think about my youth fleeting when I think about those sorts of things. Is this a happy podcast? I don't know. I feel happy. I feel good. I'm going to have to listen back to this and figure out what it was about. And the recording just cut off. But I'm going to, you know, the video cut off. Happens every flipping time. I just can't pace it right. I'm 29 minutes into the audio right now. The video cuts out at like 29 some minutes. But that's okay. It's alright. I've been doing a lot of talking today. Actually, I haven't. I've just been driving. I don't know. I hope you guys... um. I hope I'm putting out good vibes. I hope that by... In some way showing and putting words to the confusing emotions and experiences that I have at times allows people to understand that your emotions are probably just as confusing. And, you know, you look at somebody, I'm not saying people look to me, but, you know, you look at somebody who's out doing a two-month travel on the road, like, oh, my God, they're seeing the world. They're seeing the whole country. They're seeing everything. And it's just important to know that all people are people. It's just normal to... It's normal to be confused. Sometimes I'm confused. Sometimes I'm not confused. I was thinking today about... There's this... um, There's this uh, Swami, and his name escapes me right now. But what he would do is he would ask people, who are you? 
and he would do it in a way that elicited like like this is his thing that's his thing that's what he does you walk up to this cat and he's like who are you and um i was thinking about that today actually and i was thinking if someone were to ask me that question and they were looking for the type of answer that you know i'm discussing right now not like no i'm aaron you know i'm a teacher i'm a yoga teacher my husband my son dog dad someone were to ask me that and actually wanted to know a deeper answer i think the answer would be that it depends on the day because some days i really know who i am i really know i know the depths of the body and mind that i embody in this incarnation and i can sort of operate in a way of being aware of how those machines operate and work while still being able to like resonate with a higher presence and not super hippy dippy you know this doesn't have to be like some like i'm transcending kind of thing it's not like that it's just like these are my tendencies this is what my body does this is what my mind does and i can work with those things and then other days i'm just totally confused I'm totally confused sometimes. And I think that the higher point is that there's no difference between those two states. So long as you can accept that all things change. Everything is in a constant state of changing. It's a constant state of flux. And I think that's a good place to end it, guys. I'm going to whisper into the microphone now. (laughs) Katie's making some din-din. And I'm feeling hungry and the camera stopped recording. So the last five minutes are audio only. If you hung out for the audio only, good on you. I'm proud of you. I hope you guys are doing well, man. Um, punchline here. What's the punchline? What I want to say is a punchline. I think the punchline is to just know that you're okay. I said this in the podcast that I ended up deleting with my friend Tucker. My fundamental wish is for people to understand that they can develop tools that will allow them to feel okay. And it's equally relevant to me to remember that I have developed tools to allow me to feel okay. And so I hope you find a way to feel okay that's all I want Ramdas says is this the fucking is this like the 10th time I've mentioned Ramdas in this 30 minute podcast Ramdas says all that I can do for you is work on myself and all that you can do for me is to work on yourself and I hope that lands with you and I hope you have fun with it I'll see you guys on the next one There it is, guys. 32. I think it was 32. Oh, yikes. I gotta look back at the thing. That's it. Wrapping it up. Shoot me an email. Hit me with a DM. Everything's at Aaron Wayne Yoga or AaronWayneYoga.com. Hope you guys are doing well. And I'll catch you on the next one.